0: Today is Thursday, July 20, 2023. Welcome to the 35th installment of the Z News Podcast. I'm your host, Ayanda, and I'm excited to have you accompany me as we embark on a voyage through the latest news and stories from across Zambia. Whether you're commuting, relaxing at home, or going about your day, the Z News Podcast is designed to keep you informed and engaged. We know your time is valuable. So we'll deliver the news in a concise yet captivating format, allowing you to stay updated without feeling overwhelmed. No time to waste, let's get started. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has four entries today. Entry number one is entitled Plenty Trading Spaces. Government has stated that there is no need to provide alternative trading spaces for vendors removed from the central business district as over 6,000 stands in Lusaka remain unoccupied. Minister of Local Government and Rural Development Gary Uncombo has said the removal of street vendors in Lusaka is part of the normalcy that government wants to restore. The second entry is entitled Time to Occupy Empty Market Spaces. The Lusaka Local Authority has taken a bold step to remove street vendors from the city's congested and filthy central business district as it has been established that there are more empty spaces in markets than those that have been occupied. The government is encouraging orderliness and is urging vendors to cooperate and occupy the available spaces in markets, as such facilities were built at taxpayers' cost. Entry number three is Entitled Teacher's 1K 1.2 million refund of the failed land deal Over 150 teachers in Kitwe have threatened to protest against the National Union of Public and Private Educators of Zambia for allegedly failing to give them land after collecting over K. 1.2 million from them for an empowerment scheme. Entry number four is entitled Graft Fight Won't Look at Name or Face, Haim. Under the new government, Minister of Justice Milombo Haim has declared that the fight against corruption. Will be blind to names and faces, and no culprit will be spared. Next up, we have news from Mobantu, which has two entries today. The first entry is entitled Woman Left Traumatized After Being Raped by Five Men. Police officers have arrested two suspects from a group of five men who were found in the act of raping a woman in Nakond. The victim was issued with a medical report while the search for the other suspects continues. Entry number two is entitled Government Calls for Renewal of the Black Sea Grain Initiative Among World Stakeholders. Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation Stanley Kakobo has urged Black Sea Grain Initiative, BSGI, member states to reaffirm their support for the initiative, as it has played a pivotal role in averting fluctuations in global food prices and ensuring the stability of domestic food supplies in numerous countries, including Zambia, He noted that failure to renew the free operation of the BSGI will have profound consequences, potentially resulting in Ukraine's inability to export approximately 24 million metric tons. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has an incredible 10 entries today. Let's dig into them. The first entry is entitled Zambia, Malawi-Mark Africa Border Day, Zambia and Malawi are celebrating Africa Border Day with dialogue meetings to strengthen their relationship, with the focus on the newly commissioned one-stop border post. Traditional leaders are also playing a critical role in promoting peace between the two countries. Entry number two is entitled Masibo Calls for Quality Training of Health Workers and was posted in the health category. Health Minister Sylvia Masibo has called on health training institutions to prioritize quality over quantity when it comes to producing competent graduates. The minister was speaking at the Strengthening Health Professional Workforce Education Programs for Improved Quality Healthcare in Zambia's second annual scientific symposium, which focused on chronic illnesses and non-communicable diseases. The third entry is entitled Travis King, North Korea not responding to calls on missing soldier, says U.S. and was posted in the global category. Private Travis King has crossed the heavily armed border between North and South Korea, and the U.S. is attempting to negotiate his release, but North Korea has yet to respond. With tensions between the two countries high, the fate of PV2 King remains uncertain. The fourth entry is entitled Zambia Keen to Emulate UAE Development Path, HH, and was posted in the News category. President Hichilama has expressed interest in learning from the UAE's success in fast-tracking economic development, and the UAE delegation has expressed interest in strengthening partnerships with Zambia. Mines Minister Paul Kabusa and Minister of Small and Medium Enterprises Development Elias Mabonga, are also looking to learn from the UE's SME Incubation System and Caliph Loan. The fifth entry is entitled Be Part of Government Digital Agenda, Mutati Tells Private Sector and Was Posted in the Tech Category. Technology and Science Minister Felix Mutati has called on the private sector to join the government in its mission to digitize services, emphasizing that digitalization is essential for economic growth and improved service delivery. Pricewater Cooper Zambia Risk Assurance Leader, Lyndon Lane Poole, was also honored at the reception for his promotion to partner at the company. The sixth entry is entitled Energy Firm Targets Multi-Billion Dollar Lufwanyama Solar Investment and was posted in the business category. Oxen Energy Trading Limited is investing $6.8 billion in solar energy programs in Lufwanyama District on the Copper Belt creating jobs and expanding industries in the region. The project is expected to contribute to job creation for the local people and is supported by the Zambia Development Agency. The seventh entry is entitled Sea Congo Rural Health Center Upgraded and was posted in the Health category. The Ministry of Health has upgraded Sea Congo Rural Health Center to a mini-hospital, bringing specialized health services closer to the people of Sea Congo District. Construction of a new mother's shelter has also been completed at the cost of 700,000 kwacha, helping to reduce the cost of referring patients to neighboring Kalabo district. Entry number eight is entitled Few Coaches Registering for New Season and was posted in the sports category. Zafka Vice President Christopher Tembo has urged football coaches to register and obtain practicing licenses from Zafka ahead of the new football season, as it is now mandatory. Christopher Masonda from Campus Crusade and Alan Nixon from Ireland have also commented on the potential of Zambian coaches to coach at the highest level. The ninth entry is entitled hosts New Zealand off to winning start and was posted in the sports category. The Football Ferns of New Zealand made history as they opened the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup with a stunning 1-0 victory over Norway in front of a record-breaking crowd of 42,000 at Eden Park. Hannah Wilkinson's 48th-minute goal sparked joyous scenes in the stands and the Football Ferns held on for a memorable win. The 10th entry is entitled WADA Targets League title and was posted in the sports category. Wetson Miranda has been given a two-year contract extension to continue his work rejuvenating Zanaco Football Club, with the aim of challenging for titles next season. He has also revealed that major changes will be made to the squad with eight players set to be signed. That brings us to the conclusion of this edition of the Zed News Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our exploration of the news landscape and gained valuable insights. Until our paths cross again, this is Ayanda, your friendly host, bidding you farewell. Goodbye folks.